Welcome to the Real Talk 238 podcast with your host, Denise Lee, an Associate Licensed Counselor and Nationally Board Certified Counselor in the state of Alabama under the supervision of Cotina Stroud. The Real Talk 238 podcast has real conversations concerning taboo topics, which people may find themselves struggling with that may not be discussed, especially in relation to the church. The purpose of the Real Talk 238 podcast is to bring awareness, hope, and encouragement. Having these conversations will shed light on the truth and break the lie of being the only one, being stuck, isolated, and alone because there is someone else who has gone through something similar. Topics discussed on the Real Talk 238 podcast are not a substitute nor does it replace professional medical, psychiatric, psychological, or mental health advice, diagnosis, or treatment, and is intended strictly for informational and educational purposes only. All right, let's get started. Welcome everyone and thank you for joining me for episode 9 of the Real Talk 238 podcast. My name is Denise Lee and I am your host. Last time on the Real Talk 238, I discussed if Christians should take medication for mental health issues. If you missed that episode, please go back and listen to it. Today, I wanted to talk about balance. I'm not talking about the type of balance that is needed in your checking account, although that is important. I'm not talking about the type of balance we need for a steady gait as we go about our day, and that is also important. But today, I wanted to talk about what balance means as far as our mental, emotional, and spiritual health. The Bible is very clear about how we need balance in our life. Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1 says to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. You see, having balance in the area of our mental health, emotional health, and spiritual health is very similar to a three-legged stool. Each one of the three legs represents either mental, emotional, or spiritual health. As we sit on this stool, it is balanced. But what happens if this three-legged stool becomes unbalanced? Over time, it becomes challenging to stay balanced on the stool. We may be able to navigate momentarily, but there will eventually become a time when one of the legs will give out underway beneath us. In other words, we may be able to keep things going for a while, but eventually we are going to become unbalanced. Someone who becomes unbalanced will eventually struggle. A person may also find themselves sliding down a slippery slope, which can begin to take all sorts of forms. These forms can include things like overworking on a job, client, or project. Maybe it's overextending our time or priorities. Maybe it's overspending money or spending money we don't have. Maybe it's staying busy to avoid people, situations, places, certain dates, special holidays, or even events, or maybe it's avoiding memories. Another thing is watching movies, staying on social media, or playing video games when there are things that need done. Hiding away, like staying hid in your room, missing work, missing classes, 
canceling appointments, avoiding responsibilities, isolation, and not exercising is all different ways of hiding away. Not answering calls or emails. Maybe there's a feeling of uneasy or unsettled. Being incontent or inconsistent. Not getting good quality or quantity of sleep. Getting a cold or getting several illnesses. Having digestive issues. Becoming quick-tempered at things which normally wouldn't have bothered you. Maybe it's being easily offended or defensive. Being forgetful. Becoming stressed, feeling overwhelmed, or even feeling guilty. Maybe it's exhaustion or having less energy than normal. And also either not eating enough or eating too much. You know, when our life becomes unbalanced, it can resent as depression, anger, anxiety, and even burnout. We begin missing things we used to enjoy. And this can include we avoid being around family or friends. We stop going to church. We stop reading the Bible. We stop praying. Maybe we stop going on dates with our spouse. Maybe we're not taking a vacation. Or maybe we're avoiding social activities that we used to enjoy. If you find you are out of balance, then it is important to begin taking the steps to get your life back in balance. You may be asking, well, how can I get my life back in balance? Well, I often think of my pastor when he talks about getting in alignment with God. Being in an alignment with God means being vertical with God. In other words, looking to the direction of God and asking God to help you find that alignment. When we get in alignment with God first, then other areas of our life will begin to balance as we continue to seek God first. God wants us to have balance. And there are several scriptures in the Bible about balance. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1 that I already quoted especially verses 1 through 8, is all about balance. In those verses, it says, for there's a time. In Matthew 6, verses 33 and 34, it says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for things of itself. You know, verse 33 is clear. When we seek God first, his kingdom, his righteousness, then everything else will fall into place. And in verse 34, Jesus even told us to quit worrying about tomorrow because the things of tomorrow would take care of themselves. That does not mean we shouldn't plan, but instead it means quit worrying about what we can't control. In 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, it says, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. You see, God does care for us. He cares about what concerns we have, what problems we have. And then in Philippians 4, verse 11, it says, Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. And in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5, it says, Let your conversation be without covetousness. And be content with such things as ye have, for he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. 
In other words, we have to find contentment in the place we are currently at. Yes, we should still work towards those dreams and goals. But if we lose focus on the present while we work on those dreams and those goals, then we can become out of balance and we'll miss what God is trying to show us in the process. God is not going to leave us through the process, but He will lead and guide us to help us reach our full potential and our desires. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 2, it says, And on the seventh day, God ended His work which He had made, and He rested on the seventh day from all His work which He had made. You see, God was an example for us that we need to rest. For some people, this can be so challenging, especially when you work in an area of helping others. And this includes pastors, ministry, physicians, nurses, therapists, and I'm sure the list goes on. It is so important to have a day set aside and not answer the phone, not check email, not answer texts. You know, unless it is a life or death situation, meaning the person is in ICU, then it can wait. Set aside time to have family night or a date night one time a week. Not only will this recharge your battery, but you will be adding value and strength into your family. So there are steps you can take to find balance. First, as we mentioned, seek God first. In other words, pray and ask God for guidance. If you're not sure where to start, then ask God to show you what areas need realigning. Ask for strength, wisdom. Ask God to direct your footsteps, and I promise you He will. Search the Bible for areas where you need help. Ask God to show you in the Bible. You know, And then most importantly, give God thanks for not only showing you areas you need balance in, but also helping you to navigate through those difficult areas. Trust me, it's not easy to change habits or situations that we've been involved in. Second thing is learn to say no. You know, if you say no, it's not the end of the world. And for those who are people pleaser, this can be especially challenging. If you said yes and then felt that uneasy feeling in your gut, that may be a big indicator that you really should have said no. And trust me, if you get that uneasy feeling, it's always okay to say, hey, I'm not able to do this right now. All right. And also this will let help you to establish healthy boundaries. Third thing is define what balance truly means to you. You know, what does having a balanced life look like? Identify what your priorities are. Delegate if there is something you don't enjoy doing, but you know someone else has a talent for. Ask them to do it. Who knows? This may work out very well. Fourth, begin paying attention to patterns. If you avoid people when conflict comes up, then examine what that conflict is about. You know, another thing is if it feels like you are being nagged by your friends or family about the same issue, then maybe it's time to address that issue. Take a closer look at it. You know, sometimes people outside of our immediate surrounding can see these things before we do. And also, if every time you face a negative or painful experience, 
Do you have a reoccurring behavior? These are all types of patterns. The fifth thing is journal your thoughts and feelings. Sort out your shoulds from your wants. You know, create a vision for your life. Where do you want to be in a year? Where do you want to be in five years or even 10 years? Start practicing self-discipline. And this goes back to saying no. Also, try to find an exercise routine as part of this self-discipline, even if it's as simple as walking. Exercise will release endorphins and will help alleviate some of the extra stress in your life. Also, eating with self-discipline. You know, if you're skipping meals, then start scheduling time to sit down and eat. If you're overeating, purposely slow down your eating and start practicing being aware of when you begin to feel slightly full. Because it takes approximately 20 minutes after we begin eating for our brains to send a message to our bodies that we are comfortably full. Notice I didn't say stuffed. But if you are eating really fast, by the time that 20 minutes hits, then you may feel stuffed. All right. The seventh thing to do is begin reducing mindless distractions, like how much time spending on social media or playing video games. They've done studies on social media and found that people who restrict the amount of time Now, notice I didn't say get off, but restrict the amount of time they spend on social media actually have less symptoms of depression and anxiety. An eighth thing we can do, number eight, is take a day off, you know, and this is part of self-care. Schedule it in your calendar if you have to. I know I do. And then nine, schedule time with friends. Plan to have coffee with a friend or go fishing with a buddy. Tenth thing is take a vacation. This is so important. You need time away to recharge your battery. And so once a quarter, meaning four times a year, plan a mini vacation. Take a day trip. Just go do something fun. And then once a year, plan a big vacation, something that you and your family have really wanted to go do. And then the eleventh thing and the most important part of all is be gentle with yourself. You know, too many times we can be the hardest on ourselves before anyone else is hard on us. For some people, finding balance can be quite the challenge. Some people need an accountability partner to help them stay on track. Sometimes being unbalanced may be a symptom of something deeper. When deeper issues arise which cause a person to become unbalanced, then it may be time to seek help. This may be a friend, a pastor, or even a licensed therapist. The main thing is finding someone who is not part of your immediate inner circle, because this will allow whoever you have asked for help to be able to see things that we may not always see. As we come to a close, I just want to say thank you for being a part of this podcast. My goal is to bring light on challenging topics, which in turn will help to cultivate healing. I want to remind you to give yourself grace. Remember, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. If you know someone who is struggling with balance, we'll share this episode with them. And until next time, have a blessed and wonderful day. 
Thank you for listening to the Real Talk 238 podcast for this week's episode. If you have enjoyed this episode of the Real Talk 238 podcast, please subscribe so you will be notified when new episodes are released. If you would like to leave a comment, or there is a topic you would like discussed on the Real Talk 238 podcast, you can drop an email at therealtalk238 at gmail.com. You can also find the Real Talk 238 podcast on Facebook and Instagram listed as at the Real Talk 238. As a reminder, the Real Talk 238 podcast is not a substitute, nor does it replace therapy. Always seek the advice of your physician or a qualified licensed mental health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or mental health disorder. Until next time, have a blessed day.